0: I'm Ryan, and this is You Are Not Watching That. Well, actually, it's You're Not Watching That, but we'll say You Are Not Watching That because it's the same sort of thing. Um, It's a podcast where I'm finally catching up with all those films I should have seen, but my parents, they wouldn't let me. which flat out wouldn't let me. Go and see David Bowie, but don't see that film. Uh, This week, I've watched an absolute cultural colossus, a big boy in the pantheon of 80s iconic films, We are yet again in 1987. Seems to be every year we do. It's 1987. Uh, We're back with Arnie, but this time we're on a mission to find a missing diplomat or some shit like that. Or are we? Uh, It's time to avoid any triangles of red dots, have a huge rippled bicep handshake, smear myself in mud, and finally watch Predator. There we go. Uh, And joining me to watch Predator is... Uh, a man who's once been described in the past, um, I'm no doubt, as a predator. <laughs> Damn Fudge. i I've got no comeback for that, because uh, I, I can't argue it, if I'm honest. You know, I was young, I need the money. There were different times. Yeah, there were, there, were, there, were, there were, you know, tumultuous times. Did you ever own any predators? Uh, in, in, in what respect? I used to have a cat that used to like killing uh, mice and rats and dropping them on my groin while I was watching the television. So I guess so, yeah. The football boots. Oh, yeah, no. No, same. <laughs> same, because when they first come out in like, what, 95 where it was, I thought, God, they're fancy. Aren't they? And they were dead expensive. And I was probably rocking some Nike Air Tiempo's or something like that, the Romario edition. Uh, the classic fold over, tongue Nike around the back in white. Um, but, yeah, they look fancy for me. And then, yeah, by the time they got fancier and probably cheaper, I just, I just, I wasn't playing football anymore. What were you, a standard Puma King kind of guy, Stuart Pierce. Pua, yeah, Puma King, David Erst every time. And then, oh, awesome. uh, and then I was like you though, the Nike Tiempo's kept, came in and I was all right. I was done. That was me. Fine. Forever. They were just a classic boot. For those of you who don't like football, sorry. Uh, but the, the Nike Air Tiempo, especially around the 94, 95 period. Again, they just, it was a white tick on a tongue, uh, white down the side and just night. not only a fancy shit, no fancy colors, just white studs. I think away you go. Easy one, it not it? Yeah, that was it. That's all you wanted, wasn't it? That's that's all you needed. Because being uh, bear, bear in mind, I was a centre back. I couldn't have white boots as a centre back. They shouldn't have They're even available. made them in my size. I was gonna say they weren't really available, weren't they? I remember. I don't know if, if I told that. <laughs> If I've told this story, I, I, you know I've got a feeling I have, so I'm going to tell it. The one about the Panther football boots. I've definitely told you it, but I don't think I told mm-hmm. it. Odd. Uh, if I'll listen back, and if I haven't, I'll tell it sometime. Football comes up again. But yeah, Stuart Pierce being one of my heroes as a kid. Looking what basically looks like an absolute psycho. Hence the nickname Psycho. Just used to wear some. Uh, he used to wear the old Puma Kings, just a big white tongue, and just going through. I saw a clip the other day when he's, uh, he tackles um, Roberto Di Matteo in Le Tournoi. And I must admit, there's nothing wrong with the tackle. It's fairly beefy. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not a foul. It's just in the six-yard box. Last man, Psycho comes flying in, thighs looking like two tree trunks. Di Matteo looks like he can't see for the next sort of five minutes. He's hobbling around the pitch, just sort of going, what the fuck has just hit me? You know what I mean? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Things were different, weren't they, Dan? They were just different. It, it, again, it was a tumultuous time. There was a lot happening. Peter, Peter Atherton discuss. Yeah, no, he's not, he's not off for discussion unless you've got a funny story where you've once, uh, fell on him in a, in a service station in Shrewsbury. No, I, ju- I just watched him back off a player against, uh, against Everton once. And, uh, they stuck one in right from the halfway line. It was the worst thing I'd ever seen. Jesus Pete, sort your shit out. Uh, so, uh, much been going on this week. Uh, I mean, for me, I've had, uh, it's been the other half's birthday. So just done big night out Friday. Tried to survive Saturday, Sunday meal with the family, and then uh, Monday uh, did a load of shit around London for her. Uh, I, uh, so, so it looked fun, actually. You had a uh, full-on Agatha Christie theme to it, which I thought was quite cute. I, I kind of like that. I mean, so tell, tell us about that day. Yeah, I haven't seen films from the 80s, but I've, uh, I'm have i down with my 1930s literature all over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <I'm a pyro>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just always like Pyro and a bit of Miss Marple. It used to be like the Sunday TV stuff in the 80s, watching Joan Hickson and all that. And... Um, Probably randomly used to spend Fridays with my grand and granddad uh, most weeks when my mum would be like yeah go and have a bit of time with them um, and it's just sort of stuff that was always on it reminds me of safety and home and warmth and shit always liked it you always get a murder sometimes you get a bit of a tax evasion not as good we like to see a stabbing in a library personally um, you know as we mentioned about Tintin I kind of like those that kind of era that kind of thing um, Natalie's kind of got into it we watch it all the time we'll be there back in the day when it might have been should we get down the boozer every two minutes it's now like should we rack on a pyro and have a cup of tea yeah oh god Uh, uh, long gone are the early days in a relationship, right? We've been doing that fairly early doors, I must admit. (laughs) (laughs) It's always just been like, you know when you might have found that person who probably just suits you because it's like... Look, I've been a bit of a crazy bastard in my time, but I'm just—I—I I don't want to admit this, but could this? Yeah. Oh, thank God! I've been looking for that too. Can we still go crazy sometimes? Yes, you can. Uh, one of those. So that's that's how that works. So yeah, all, all went well. She's a year older. Uh, I've hit some boyfriend points, I do believe. Um, what about you? Any been up to much? Any uh, much going on in the world of uh, other podcasts? Football, the world of bars, uh, bar in Albanians, or anything like that. I uh, I spent four days on the piss. Like, uh, uh, oh, like, you were I a wanker, weren't you, last week? I was a proper wanker last week. So, uh, Thursday night, uh, when I went out in London, went up, went, went out for a meal, had a glass of wine, which turned into seven and four beers, and then a couple of T.O. Pepe's and, uh, and a limoncello at the end, four. Uh, I was an asshole. I was an asshole. Then I met some of my uh, old school friends that I've known for like 30 years. And uh, it's one, it was one of them, stag Do. So, uh, we met the day before, the stag Do was on the Saturday, met the day before, and we had like a pre stag couple of beers. I was in bed by half past one, absolutely stinking. Right. Like, like I ain't got that drunk in a while. Like, you know, just shooting the shit. Lost like 10 hours of our life, yada yada yada. So um I I then went on on Saturday to Ascot races. Now, Ascot Racers is is just a knobhead a affair. Mm-hmm. Full of nobbets. You'd already said last week there was no sock policy, but you still managed to. And I didn't want to ruin the day, so I knew I didn't know how your day was going. Still managed to dress like one of those wankers, though. That was it's kind oh of yeah, a waistcoat, kind of white shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, so so you know the uh, I think they're called mince trotter types. You know the ones with the uh, the no socks and the loafers types who still managed to get in with no socks. I I, I took the dress oh, code far too serious. Right off, I was raging because now now I knew it was full of those wankers. But now I've got a you know, like a, a visual aid for it. So we've got there, we found the nice little pog, you know, we're all right, we're fine. And we were in the bit in the middle of the track. Now, bear in mind, I can't tell you, it was the hottest day of the year, right, at this it point. It was warm, yeah. It was bloody warm. And I've got shirt, waistcoat, jacket, and chinos on, with socks and shoes that I could not walk in. And these shoes I've worn a number of times, right? Uh, but I'd swollen up, like I, I've just, you know, the heat and being on is... your feet. Yeah, oh, I I had the whole thing like I'd been on a flight. So I had to walk to the first aid tent and have them sliced down the top just to just so I could get my feet in them. And by the end of the day, I've got burnt face. I couldn't speak. Stop Dan. You you had to go to first aid for them to cut your shoes. Yeah. How old are you? What has happened? Yeah. It's been a moment you were sitting there going, if this had happened to Raz, I'd have out on this for about fucking three years. That is a that's that's a happened to me kind of shit story. That one. What has happened to you? No, I, t- I tell you what it was. It was one of them things where I'm like, I might go to that first aid tent just to cut my shoes. And it got to the point about four hours in where the lads went, just fucking do it, Dan. Do me head in. Take- You're doing me, head Take you, do me, in, Which is what I'd have said to you after a while, like you yeah. know what I mean. And I kind of went, yeah, I'm doing my own head in here. And and I tell you what, they had one of those young eager boys that's into first aid, so he's come in. And I've gone, listen, guys, I'm I'm dying of debt, and they've got this lovely aircon unit, so I'm trying to pad me words a little bit, you know what I mean? So I've gone, listen, pal, can I, uh, is there a chance? Listen, it was really odd. And I'm, and I'm just padding away, padding away. And then uh, I went, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I want you to slice my shoes right down the middle, just so it widens them out. And okay. a guy really quickly reached for his belt and pulled out one of those, you know, multi tools that all the backstage crew had, you know what I mean? A leatherman. And he's, a leatherman. And he's just gone to town, right? He's bent the tongue back and just gone to town. And I went, oh, that's amazing. It was the greatest feeling of my life. And then continued to sit there and had a bottle of water. I missed two races and it went one bet all day. And then we got back at like 10 o'clock at night and then we went out. And you know what? It's one of them and a stag right. do and we're now in our 40s. So it's like, oh, but just doing this just because it's a stag do, because I'd be in bed two hours ago, at least. You know what I mean? Do you know if um, part of it where you want to revert to the old school stag do, of just going, we go to the local, put the worlds to right, have a few swirls done. I mean, at least you weren't stuck in fucking Marbella up a hill in Poland or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, do you know what? I'd have preferred that, because there's, there's a weird thing about like when you're abroad on a stag do, you, you've got the pool to sit around, you can cool off, you can have a nap, and, and, and me and my mates have got a, um, a rule. Uh, if you're hungry, eat right? And this is a really important rule. Now, it it, it works for everything because, you know, like on some side dudes where it's like normally rugby knobheads, where they're like, well, you've got to do a bum funnel and then then you've got to drink with your right hand and then you can only do cocktail drinking past 10 o'clock, you know, that type of shit, right? And so we just don't subscribe to it. So when somebody sits there, uh, you know, let's say you're walking around town, right? You're walking around and you go, and one of the lads goes, there's 10 of you, and you don't want to be that guy do you so you go oh look at that there look that kebab shop there and he walk past further down well oh, the steakhouse here and then further down there's a pizza shop and he points that out you go are you fuck are you hungry do you want to get something to eat like and i can't deal with it right this may shock you so right? it's your rule it's your rule that you've made everyone implement yeah essentially and i've got look if you're hungry eat like you're a grown-ass man now, unless we've booked that, you, know, you, know, you go out for a steak dinner if you're out for three or four days, you'll have a steak dinner, you know what I mean? You'll chat, fine. But the rest of it, if you're hungry, eat. Same goes for if you're sleepy, sleep. You like know, know what I mean? Yeah. If Yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're not tired, that's a that's a joke you just said there. We know a reference to it. I'll have to come back to that, right? Which one? Yeah. Um, so we've watched, uh, well, I've watched a film. I'm sure you probably saw it with a lot of wrong in Sheffield or something near a tip uh, back in 1988. But um, yeah, so it's, as as always, it's the, uh, the Things I Knew Before. The things I thought I saw, the things I knew before. Uh, okay, so this is probably one of those films why I probably did the podcast, because it was things that I knew of, but didn't understand, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd seen this, I mean bastard everywhere i'm probably going to bleep that out but i've seen him everywhere i've seen him with his it looks like reggie blinker and um, just you know i've seen him all over the shop what it looks like <laughs> reggie blinker that took me a yeah. second to work out the uh the process you were going through there but now i get oh, i'll you make mean. you better clarence Seedorf, christian yeah. caranbuke he <laughs> look, you know what I mean, dreadlocks in the hair. Stop it. Um, so yeah, he looks like all those people. That's way better than the thing I first said, um, which I will actually put a bleep over, so you can guess what it was. Um, so yeah, obviously I saw the creature or the predator in a lot of places, and I, I knew of the computer games. I knew he'd taken on Alien at some point. I don't know why the fuck he was doing that. Um, apparently, Alien and Predator's a thing. Um, and also, the, one of the other things I knew before, I guess I can't really count it as this because I didn't know it was this was that was the gif of the biceps. Of the right. I thought it was from Rocky. I had no idea it was from this film, but um, I've seen it all over, as I'd say. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Dan? Uh, again, what's the story? Next door, round at Paul Barton's eight years old. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be watching this movie. Hey, my dad's got this on video. Do you want to come around and watch it? And, and I'll tell you what, that, that bit right at the end where you see, where you see the predator's face haunted me for yeah. years. Yeah, because he screams for no real reason. He's just, we'll come to that in why he does it, but yeah, it's, I, I can't imagine this one at the age of, what, you must have been like eight or something. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have been watching this. No, nope. There's a lot going on here that you shouldn't be seeing. Yep, 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 yep. It's the, the skinning and the, uh, and the spinal columning you know, and all the rest of it, you're like, I, I can't, what, what am I watching I didn't. I didn't know a body could be skinned at, until eight years old. I mean, I will come to this. I don't know if they are so obviously bin skinned. They do look like rubber sausages in a tree, but you, you know, as you see the flailing, which is the official term uh, for that. Um, but yeah, so any uh, bits of your tip, bits of your stats and uh, the, what is being known as the Danforth section and needs a proper theme tune. But yeah, what, what <laughs> uh, it made ninety-eight million worldwide in its uh, in its first run. It made sixty million quid. Um, it was going to originally be called Hunter, uh, and then he changed it to Predator. Alan Silvestri, who did the Back to the Future and the Forrest Gump music, did the music on this um, on this movie. And like I mentioned last week, Jean-Claude Van Damme uh, was the original Predator. And I told you last week that the reason that he wasn't the Predator through the rest of the movie... Uh, was that he was annoyed that you couldn't see his face. Yeah. But it transpires, it wasn't that. It's because he was too short. and Because you had people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse the Body Venture, it just looked ridiculous. So they needed somebody taller. So replaced him with Peter Hall, who then got a cameo as one of the uh, helicopter rescue crew during the movie. Oh, really? So the Predators actually also fly in the chopper, one of the choppers? He's actually in the chopper. Um, I'll tell you what, side note, uh, being a child of the eighties, Raz, um, the voice of Optimus Prime, a guy called Peter Cullen, who did the Optimus Prime in a cartoon and the most, uh, the recent Michael Bay movies, et al, uh, did the alien language for this movie as well. It's not really, he doesn't speak a lot though, does he? No, nah, not really. And the, uh, the clicks are pretty useless if you're a stealth predator, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Cause he, he basically copies a lot of people. He's a bit like a parakeet. Did you have any family members who owned a parrot? Uh, no. My uncle Chris has had one for bloody years. It's quite a magnificent bird, but I'm also slightly scared of it. Do you remember that uh, ropey pub in Skegness that used to have a parrot? And, uh, and and what you don't need near an exotic bird is pissed up twenty year olds that work at bottling family entertainment resort. No, I just I, I I I respect them because obviously they are. But I, yeah, because it's a bird, I think it should fly. I don't know why, but anyway, it seems happy enough, and it can it can do theme tunes. And that's the thing is people can't help themselves. can they? they go. Hey, watch this. Watch this. You'll like this. <laughs> oh no that's it he does he does the thin blue line which no one's watched since that shows you old that bloody bird is what the rowan atkinson one yeah he does the theme tune to that that's right um so let's get through the film itself so uh you start off with a bit of yeah why are we doing 1987 again was 87 just a thing was that like the zenith of like you know um, effects versus stories that we got through I think there must have been something changed. I mean, effects-wise, I mean, what was Ghostbusters? 86. So that must have, that must have broken a few molds. And uh, Back to the Future was 85, 86, wasn't it as well? Hey, so, wow. yeah. So I, I feel like there's there's been things moved forward. But obviously, this was the start of Arnie's career. And this is where there was a big appetite for these huge, uh, you know, misogynistic, uh, jingoistic uh, action it's stars, geek. as it were. I mean, I, I was trying to think this actually when, when you were speaking, but I didn't we look it up. Running Man is earlier, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think this one came out at the back end of the year, but he had a, he had a big year, didn't he, Arnie? Well, what else was in 87? What? Just end, you, eh, what else is in 87? <laughs> well, I mean, for him, but this year my sister was born. Running Man's the same year as Predator. Mm-hmm. He's done both films. He's, he's been a busy lad. Although I argue that he's he's got a bit more acting chops in this one, but we'll come to that. Um, that's going to be on the t-shirts, isn't it? We'll come to that later on. Excuse me. I just last night decided it was a good idea because it's been hot, hasn't it? As you said, when you're in your suit. It's put, um, a bit of a soda stream. My sister got me. Chuck a bit of Vimto in it rather than the actual uh, standard syrup because I ain't got any. And it's made a fantastic retro adventure back to the land of Vimto that's fizzy. Just uh, I haven't been there for a long time. That's one thing that always seen, always eluded me a soda stream. There was always in fact Paul Barton used to have one, right? And uh we'd go around and he'd make it oh, go, do you want a soda stream? And I used to think, oh yeah, that's really cool. And then they've they've come out recently again and they've been round a couple of times, like the yo-yo. And there's like a there's like a lot of effort. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? You've got to buy the syrups, you've got to buy the mm-hmm. gas, you've got to do the fucking work. And you're like, Is this is this worth it? It's is this really process, worth it? it? Mr. Frosty, I always wanted one, but I remember my mum was right when she said as a kid, it's a lot of mess, that.
1: Because when you saw them
0: on the car boot sales the summer after, and they were just stuck to shit with all the crap in it. Mm -hmm. And what I'll say with SodaStream is back in the day, they were the cheap version of the pop that your mum and dad probably thought was expensive buying Coke or Pepsi, whatever it was. Okay. Uh, they're actually the official ones with it now, so it's just a case of water in there, two paps on that, throw it in the top, spin it upside down, you're done. It's it's it is no time at all. But anyway, um, away from that, let's talk about the spaceship that's coming in in the first shot. You're like, oh, what's going on here? A bit of space, um, and then straight away we've got a chopper, and we can see Carl having a booze as well, can't we? Uh, weather, so uh, he's just having a bit of a booze in the corner. Carl, um, nice to see uh, Apollo Creed here because obviously I've got a little bit of a rocky knowledge. Dylan. You son of a bitch. I've seen one, mm-hmm. two, three. Just looking up in the sky. It's bad podcasting, but I was trying to remember if I've seen four. No, I've not. So if we do watch any Rocky, it'll have to be from four. Mm-hmm. The, the best one. All right, we'll do that next. If we're not <laughs> doing the labyrinth, which we're going to talk about. In a Let's bit. do the labyrinth. Uh, so yeah Carl weather's having a booze um there's a lot of spitty men i've put here spitty i put spitty man shades brigades arnie cigar that's how they get welcome mm-hmm. from there uh, i'm not i'm not overlooking the spaceship by the way but it is very much like there's a spaceship let's go back to normal world yeah yeah it just kind of cock teases you a little bit doesn't it what's this and then it's a load of ropey sods just sat in a red light funny though because that crew when i first saw them i was like there's a lot of faceless white men generally mm-hmm. well apart from a guy who's obviously meant to be sort of uh, Native American and a black guy. But you know, just generally they look a bit generic. There's two guys in particular who just like each other. There's a guy with the glasses and yeah. the one called Poncho, whatever it's called. And they just thought I thought I'm gonna get them mixed up all the time. But yeah, you know the old uh, spitting out the thing, the big shades, and they say Arnie's oh, just chomping on his cigar and a good time in there, looking rad as fuck. Come in, get the mission. Uh, Dutch and Dylan, we're going to know him as here. That's obviously Arnie's character and uh, Carl Weathers' character. They do the arm thing. Um, as a kid, did you, at this point here, when you buy into this, did you see this film from the start though? Or was it kind of a look at this shit that's on here? Let me rewind it so you see the alien, or was the arms thing a thing in the eighties? 18- uh, no, the arms thing wasn't a thing. I didn't really notice it. Like, like it's weird, right? Because your your paradigms of what you think is 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 hench is is skewed. I don't I don't know if you're the same, right? I was, and it was the same in the 90s with boobs. And I'll, and I'll get, I'll get, I'll tell you what I mean. So, as, as a kid in the 80s, you're kind of treat, treated to people like Jean Claude Van Damme, Sylvester Stallone, and, um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, you know that these guys are in good shape. But when you look at the normal guy in the street who's really tried hard to look after himself and go to the gym and get in some kind of real, proper shape you don't really notice the poor guy and he's been going to the gym for five years you know what i mean you don't you don't really notice but because they don't look like arnold schwarzenegger right so cal cal weathers for example is in absolute sublime shape yeah, looks and, and, and and you kind of look at that shot and you and all you're doing is going look at arnie's muscles there look at that i wonder if he's got that little one that he likes going on about arnie's over the top though he's not over the top he's, he's an absolute he's a specimen there's a reason why he was so famous for you know his, his original career, because mm-hmm. the man is is an is an Atlas, isn't he? It's Charles Atlas, he's got the whole fucking thing about what it is. So, uh yeah, I guess it's a bit of a it's a nice moment here. To see, I say because obviously Rocky would have been big. Rocky was originally in the late seventies, won it into the eighties for the first few. the mm-hmm. Lang must have been Rocky Three, must have been early mid eighties probably. So Papa Lang, Papa Lang was Mister T uh, oh, Apollo yeah. Creed. Oh, right. Sorry. Is that what you oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Look at me knocking you down on the 80s there, yeah, mate. Do you know who Club Alang was? That was Mr. T from the A-Team. Never watched an episode in my life. Truth. Uh, I never have. It just looks shit. I You've don't... never watched the A-Team? Nah. Your that... childhood was terrible. I that was on at two I... o'clock in the afternoon. I was at school, you fucking retard. On a Sunday. I was at Sunday school. Okay now so while you were all sat in a circle singing Kumbaya I wasn't we were... really in fucking Sunday school you met my parents as if I was at fucking Sunday school with an 80 I, thought, dad and I, I moment... thought honestly you telling me you go to Sunday school I, uh, would explain a lot and I could go yeah I get it you probably just wanted to get out of the house I was doing other stuff I, I just we didn't watch a lot of telly you know my all right so again you know my dad we were doing a lot of stuff outdoors on a Sunday we were getting out and doing stuff mm-hmm. So fuck you and your TV. Um So, yeah. so they uh, they then get in uh, it's a bit of a moment here where there's obviously that flashback because you keep it's what you said a, f- a few pods back about how long things were since whatever. Um uh, mm-hmm. because this isn't that long after Vietnam because they've got all the Nam choppers and you've got little Richard, aren't you, with the old uh, it's lady, it's it just reminded me very much of Platoon, very much at that mm-hmm. point with the rolling in a bit of chopper chat. Then you've got the lad at the back, end you, with the uh, Mac? Uh, who I instantly thought was Bubba Gump. Yeah. yeah, you think it's the same guy. But yeah, he had quite a big career, didn't he, the guy that plays Mac? I, I, yeah, I'd tell when you. I saw his name at the end. I thought I did recognize the name and then didn't look up what else he'd done. So you could probably find that while I'm talking about the Chopper Chat. Uh, and this is kind of a lot, it's, it doesn't take long to get in. This is what I, this is where I'm going to give this bonus point straight away, this film. Because I'm now getting used to these shitty films and good films and stuff from this period. And some mm-hmm. of them, there's a lot of like, you either don't get the information, blood sport, I'm looking at you. Why the fuck are you chasing a man who's on his holiday? Others, there's a lot of rambling and bambling before you get anywhere near what's going on. I guess big yeah. little China, there's there's quite a bit of that. Well, it does go nuts pretty quick, but um, but with this one, it's just very much, yeah, there's a problem, is there? Yeah, why weren't you in Libya? I don't kill people, I defend people. All right, we need you to just go into the jungles, get these people. All right, we're off. Yeah. <laughs> just go. That's it. Done. Uh, and then they find the bodies they're all toasted did you find out what the films he was in by the way uh yeah i, I found a, a good few films but nothing i uh nothing i actually recognize so there's a uh, if i if i go back a few years i was in x-men the last stand Battlestar galactica tv series um it's just one of them guys that's in everything you, you know you know those guys like <clears throat> do you remember I, I, was, I was literally just about to say and this will make you laugh do you remember back in the eighties and early nineties, there was a guy called Gary Wilmot. Used I to turn Gary up on Used to turn up on everything, right? if you take out those things about about that t- what was he famous for? He was kind of like your um Well, randomly I know this that he appeared in the stage show of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang about ten years ago. He's a, he's a show and he's a show and dance man, isn't he? Right, so 20 years prior to that, what was he famous for? He was just on telly doing bits, wasn't he? Like, hey, we've got Gary Wilmot. Who the fuck is Gary Wilmot? And what are you famous for? What was Carol G's famous for? Uh, Spit the dog. Yeah, but take the dog off. What was he famous for? Who gives a shit? That's his entire act. That's like saying, take take the piano away from Elton John. And what's he famous for? Being a rickety old legged Like, I'm pretty sure when he, Carol G's used to come on surprise, surprise and help sell her out. Some of the times the surprises were just too big. He didn't have spit on then. All right, so... You, all right, loves. You have not seen your grand for 30 years, and this might be your brother, John. Oh, it's me, Bob. Carol G's. It's like he didn't have the dog when she was handing out all these really tender moments between families. So, so what you're asking me is, what was Carol G's famous for without the dog? And then proceeded to explain what he was famous for without the dog. You had a go at Gary Wilmot. I was just defending him. What's he famous for? Right, Gary Wilmot. Right, <laughs> Gary Wilmot just turned up on things. What are you sticking up for Gary Wilmot for? 20 years later, he's in, he's in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. We all know that, right? 80s, he just used to turn up on bloody Brian Connolly's Night Out or whatever. Like, What was he famous for? He used to drop in the Sunday school and give us all milk and sing Hosanna. That's it. I, I'm, I'm going to confuse you to the point where you're going to message me, mom, and go, Janet. Did Ryan ever go to Sunday school? I used to go to the Holy Bible Club in Skegness in a summer, summer holiday. That's to say about this. No, no. I can I can do it fairly quick, and we'll come back to predators. that have just landed in the jungle. Got, gotcha. So for some reason in Skegness, you do this thing called the Holiday Bible Club. Now remember, this is a small, this is twenty five thousand people town, maybe less than that and then what the parents would do everyone sort of did it every everyone in the school did it you'd go to, which wasn't a sunday school wasn't a christian school or anything they your parents would pay sorry for, it wasn't know. a christian school what was it called what my school skegness no. junior right but, but you just said I, I thought you were talking about the holiday bible club wasn't it yeah, christian in the school. holidays yes this was in the summer holidays for like one week of the six week holiday so your mum I don't know spend a five or something so it'd be run by these people who are actually thinking back now i don't know who they were and there was this thing called St. Clement's Church Hall in Skagg, big old church hall. And there was more, God damn, there must have been nearly 400 quid kids, 300, 400 kids at this thing. Fucking tons of them. And you're all sat into like big, with a bit of a line down the middle, like an aisle. And one was orange and one was green. They were the team colors. Now, this is the twist. and Your face is going to get better and better by this. There was a theme each year. So I remember one year it was like medieval nights. One year it was space. One year it was spies. And then what they did is, in front of each team, up on the, like the curtains of the stage, whatever it was, they'd like done, almost imagine a chessboard, but it's in the shape of, so it's a castle for the medieval one. Or it's a, uh, I don't know what the other ones were, I just said to you, like sport. Let's say it was in the shape of a tennis bat, whatever it was, if it was a sport one. And it, as you got points during the week for your team for doing various things, you'd get an orange or a green sticker and it's whoever made the shape first, one kind of thing. It was kind of a big competition element to why the kids were there. Now, What was funny was the competitions would range from a bit where you would go and colour in pictures of Jesus while eating uh, rich tea finger biscuits and drinking watered down orange squash from a China cup. Jesus. (laughs) I know. Uh, And other bits where you would just like make things with paper and straw. Sorry Sorry to interject. How old are you at this point? Uh, 17 or 18? No, I'm joking. I was about nine. About eight. (laughs) Right. It's not um, I'm getting to the best bit. So I remember one point, you had to get up on stage, and everyone had a jam donut. One of them proper donuts, not like this Krispy Kreme shit that tastes like cardboard. Like proper old school fatty j- donuts with jam in. And each you, they'd, they'd make you say a part of this Bible passage. So like Mark ten forty five, the Son of Man came to serve and not to give his life as ransom. I got an A level and an RE 8 that's a different thing. And you had to bite the jam donut and say you're part of the passage without licking your lips. Otherwise, you were out and you'd win a point for the team. I know you look disturbed. I will find out what this is properly one day, but I'm getting to the best part of it, which ties in with this. So there's a place near Skeg, not Butlins, where we used to work, but called the Derbyshire Miners. Do you know it? The Derbyshire Miners. Hang on, hang on. Is it a working men's club? It's like a shit Butlins. It's a small Butlins. I know that sounds crazy, where people used to be in the pits, not children, miners, actual mine, coal miners, would either go on holidays or retire to from Derbyshire. So you couldn't imagine what kind of men and women these were. Rough. right? Now, that was still open, and they used to have these shitty dinosaurs in trees and shit to entertain the kids. Oh, it's a T-Rex, and there's a swimming pool, and all this kind of shit. Anyway, so what part one of the days of this week that you took for the Holy Bible Club was to go there and you had to go and find people who were working there dressed in costumes to do with the week. So if it's medieval, there'd be a knight. If it's a spy that have sunglasses on, and you had to go up to them and say something like, Holiday Bible Club, Skegness. And they would go, if it was the right person, I want to go there. And then they signed your book or whatever it was, your face is an absolute picture. The bit that makes me laugh about this is, when it was the space theme, there's a load of kids going around with books to fucked up miners from Derbyshire with emphysema going, Holiday Bible Club's getting this, because we think they're an alien, and then going, fuck off, and stuff like that. and just going, fuck you, leave me alone. It wasn't them. So often we get the wrong people, because they're all people all like broken and twisted like that, and we thought they were aliens. So somebody would be sat there with a snuff stain down the front of their, you know, because yeah. I assumed they'd have been wearing braces and trousers because, yeah. give it, you know, always mucky and the trousers yeah. are too short and stuff like that with, with a kid. And bear in mind as well, because there was so many of you, Born there man. would have been a queue up at these people. The surreptitiousness of these yeah. these infiltrated characters were kind of lost given the fact that you'd all be in groups of two or three running up and going, Holy Bible comes Gagness," and there'd be another 30 kids waiting to repeat the same yeah. thing. So there's this poor geezer just trying to enjoy a pound five pint of Stoneses just yeah. getting harassed by God-bothering kids who, for some reason, weren't God-bothering. They just were for six weeks of the summer. We just went for one week to have some weak orange juice and some biscuits and talk about Jesus in a, in a corner and win some stickers. Sweet child of mine yeah so i I, I, don't, I don't know how to unpack that I, I, you so know, unpack. it wasn't meant to be as big as it was i just i just it was a memory and i just had this image that there was someone sitting next to him with a colander and like ziggy floppy things off the head who was the ad and just going it's me you daft bastards it's not he's been down a bit 30 years near chesterfield it's not him it just it used to make me laugh at these poor fuckers got absolutely molested by kids each way anyway, um anyway i we need to i need to find out what it is i tell that story every now and then i keep going yeah, this is a this is a weird thing. No one I know seems to know what this was. I, I I tell you what though, Skegness is one of them towns where you could quite easily catch you know those town couple of characters like you know what I mean that everybody knows them and they've all got a name like the geezer you used to work with at the pizza place called called himself John J Rambo. Right, yeah. you could easily find somebody in Skegness with cowboy boots on and a cowboy hat. And the same thing could happen on the Cowboy Week or the Cowboy Summer that you went there. Sure. Just kids running up to him. And they called him like one of the characters in this movie, Poncho or something. He's <laughs> not oh, that, a cowboy. That's just Poncho. Who likes American was, things? There was two. There was rumors of a man who walked around called the Russian. And I saw him a few times. He used to wear like a, a trilby hat, gray, gray trilby hat, gray like Mac, and carry a case. And he had bald head. He was shaved dead, so he had the hat on top of that. And he used to sit on a bench with his case and you just see him walking around Skeg. No one knew who he was. There was always but it was probably just some he was around all the time. The Russian. And the other one, there was a there was a white fella with white dreadlocks who, who did reggae in the town and I think had sex with a few of the wives around and called Irie White. Irie White did, did a rap about the uh, about the roller coaster in Ingle Mills. <laughs> That's it. I knew you'd heard of him. So when you saying these characters were out there, my God, I mean, I think I've definitely told you this before, but once my mum mentioned somebody, I won't name names, and they went, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And And I was like, who's that? And they went, so-and-so, you remember. And I went, oh, is that uh, that that lad whose dad thought he was a trainer and mum had a beard? And she went, yeah, that's him. And you go, what a way to be remembered about things, you know what I mean? Back to Predator. We're in the woods. Uh, This is where you see the Predator's P of V. What did you think of that when you first see through his eyes? Because that was a good moment. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I thought I thought that was really cool. I thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, this is, man, this is. And you can hear the in the background and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's so, there's some things about to go down here. Heat technology, isn't it? And then they have that rebel base. We're going to say this is too much, but there's three or four times where I've just written, I will read you them line by line. So like the one where I said Spitty Man, Shades, Brigade, Arnie Cigar, that was all kind of like uh, forward slash. Mm-hmm. Here, mm-hmm. one by one, I put attack on rebel base, return. Boom, return. Bang, return, ratatat. Boom. <laughs> just, just, there was a big moment where I think I could have fast forwarded a bit because I knew what was coming next. It was another explosion. Was this the yeah. time of the explosione? Uh, it must have been. It must have been. I don't know why I've said it's explosione, but I enjoy it. I, I've just been reading um, Roy Hodgson's uh, autobiography, so I was I was just getting near the finale of it. Uh, but yeah, the, the thing that got me about that was that they still think at this point there's hostages in there, and I just put hostages are all fucked. Yeah, just gone in there. They've seen one get killed, and they've gone, "Oh, one's down," and then they they don't even look for the other ones. It's just like bang, poof, bang. Yeah, they just go in. It in. <laughs> yeah. It's just again, is again, we're not doing these to try and pick them apart, are we, Dan? But there's a part where you just go in that's weak. You've clearly not played a lot of like Counter-Strike or any of these kind of games on the older, whatever it might be. But like, it, it was something that you kind of said at the start, like this one goes straight into it, but it doesn't go straight into the Predator storyline, does it? It goes straight into, you know, the, the 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 big boys in boots kind of side of it first, kind of sets them up as characters. And as and it sounds, that disposable razor that Mac has got through the movie doesn't really get explained, does it? No, just weird. And also, for those, I mean, obviously, being a man who's quite suit, um suit, it's only really ever shaved my cheeks, or sometimes a bit around my mouth or my neck, and I use electric one on. So the thought of, like, especially when it's warm, scratching a razor down the side of my chops is something I've not done for a long time. And I was like, Christ, that looks, we'll come to that in a minute. Because actually, I mentioned that later on. There's there's a character, I think it's called Blaine. And he says, I ain't got time to bleed. I don't know if you remember? Yes. This one. one that this I just get- to, like, you're you're bleeding. This is Jesse, the ben, the body Ventura. Oh, is that who that one is? Yeah, yeah. So the one with the big Gatling gun, that's Jesse, the body Ventura. And uh, interesting side note, chaps, that yep. uh, the, the um, uh, Jesse and Arnie had, a, had a, a, a bit of a preamble saying uh, who's got the biggest arms and whoever had the biggest circumference of their bicep won a bottle of champagne. What Jesse was thinking in this, I've no idea. I mean, this is literally Mr. Olympia, right? Yeah. So, so they've gone. And, and so... What Arnie did was pay the makeup artist to tell Jesse that he had bigger arms. So they had this competition, and then walked up and went, "Hey, I've got bigger arms than you. Well, okay, then let's have let's have a measuring contest." And apparently, he's now a, a, a Dutch man. Okay. <laughs> so, right. so, well, his name was Dutch, right? Mm. So they they they've done it, and Arnie's absolutely swamped him by like two inches, and then he had to buy him a bottle of champagne because he got him to stitch him up. He didn't look that big. I, maybe it's no, what didn't. big. And I've actually written underneath here, fucking MTV t-shirt. These guys, are, <laughs> he's meant to be pro and he's walking around with a fucking MTV t-shirt. On. But when he, I what he does is when he says something like, you're bleeding, he goes, I ain't got time to bleed. I like how the other guy goes, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of my response would have been, all right, you're a bellend. You don't wear shirt. Yeah, isn't it?" Pretty early on though, Dylan's outed. Oh, hold on, Dylan. There's no diplomats here at all. Well, yeah, we knew you wouldn't come in otherwise. We just got that out of the way early doors. So, I mean... Mm-hmm. I guess the thing is, we're sort of looking at this that people would have just gone, should go and see that film called Predator. I've not seen a trailer for it. You want to see trailers like you do these days, but you still would have known what you were going to go and see to a point, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 Quite... I mean, things almost get a bit ruined now. They almost say to you now, try not to see the, the, the trailer, just go and see it. And that's always a bit of a funny one for me because I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. It might, be, it might not be my kind of film. <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. Try and... Who's saying that? People on the internet or the, or the people oh, no, who so make so... the movie? This would be like on... Um, I listen to what of film review shows and stuff like that on, on podcasts, about like Mark Kermode or something like that, and they'll say it really is one of those that the least you know about it, the better. It's that kind of thing with the film. Try Everything's explained in the start of the trailer. Try not to watch that. If you're interested in either this person's films or this kind of film, try not to know much about it before you go and see it, and you'll love it if you like this. That kind of thing. It's not just a... That is a genuine, joyless man who's seen far too many shit movies, isn't it? Fucking okay, love it. I, I just can't wait. as was Anderson's coming out soon, uh, which I'm sure you'll love. Um, so yeah, Dylan's outed, and then he says something about them being expendable. And I was like, I've heard of a film called Expendables. Is this because of this? No, this was like 30 years before. Well, I know it is, but is, is that where the, the name of that comes from? Because it's in this film. They said, oh, we'll all be expendable, or is it because... Oh, they... no, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an army term for the uh, for the first people that go in. You oh, know, like cannon like fodder. That was literally the phrase I was about to use. The classic game that was the army version of sensible world of soccer. No. Yeah, I thought we were the same age and stuff, but obviously you were in a park doing glue while I was with Jesus. I was uh, watching A-Team like the rest of the people of our age. <laughs> um, so I was a bit disappointed with Billy at this point because I like Billy. I thought Billy seemed all right. He looked like a man of nature, sniffing things out. Yeah, what's that in that tree? You know what I mean? I, I like a bit of that. You know, my dad always taught me as a kid to walk backwards if you didn't want to get tracked because... Sorry, um, what what... The, what the fuck? Right, what childhood did you have? You do watch the A-Team and you're walking backwards through Forest going to church camp for a week in the summer. Do you remember when I told you about how I did the scouts and what my dad set me wearing? Yeah. Does it surprise you that he was less of a fan of the Cowboys as a kid, but like the Indians more? Because it was their land, all this, which, you know, fully on board with. Read uh, Bury My Heart, A Wounded Knee, fucking atrocious. But he would say... So I got, if you are being, if you are being tracked... You walk backwards because obviously you normally go heel first, toes down. So if you go backwards from where you are, then they'll follow it and things like that. But the best thing is, right? to where you don't want to go. The whole point of being tracked is that you don't know you're being tracked. So No, it's to stop it. So you just But the trouble but... is you can't go where you want to go because you have to go backwards. Yeah. That, you, you see, just walking are. backwards through forests, laying rocks down, pointing the other way like we were yeah. taught in scouts. Yeah, I thought about it. I was just creeping around school, getting bullied, walking backwards, believing in Jesus. So there you go. That's that, Honestly, that's one of the things where they tell you survival techniques. Oh, what's yeah. the survival technique? Putting your finger through the toilet paper and then and then wiping your finger off after rummaging around in your bum all. Oh, that'll keep what you alive. The fuck is that's that? A, right, so... <laughs> And you're having a go at me. I'm sticking with Jesus and walking backwards. Walking backwards for Jesus. That's my biography. No, there was, there was a survival technique that used to go flying around our, our, our scout crew. And, uh, and, it, and it was like one of those horror stories, but they used to say survival technique. Now, now think of that as a banner right? So you get one sheet of toilet paper in order to ration it, you put your finger through it, have a rummage around your, your, your Rusty sherry badge, and then use the toilet paper collar that you've got around your finger to wipe off the remaining pieces of shite that's all over your finger. What As a man with Crohn's disease, with multiple arse issues that have gone on, there is no way you're clearing anywhere that rabbit hole with just a naked finger. If it bleeds, we can kill it. I know, right? And, and then and the fact that oh. it's under the umbrella of a, spy, a survival technique. <laughs> oh, what did die of? A dirty shitter. That reminds me of the time that kid at my school came up to somebody else and he, he put his finger right in his face and went, sniff that. And he went, oh, it smells of shit. And he went, I've had him up my ass." And he had had him up his ass. We'd seen him at small break. What, just rummaging around? Well, we had long break and short break and he'd done it at a short break again. Watch this. Got a t- couple, couple right up there. And then he was like, someone's going to love it. And they just, everyone was avoiding him who saw. And yeah, straight up to someone's face. Have a sniff on that. I don't think we're going to get endorsed by the Skegness tourist board at any point going forward, are we? Well, they may be what I was, so I can claim against them first for the, for the mental stuff. <laughs> um, so the, well, we're getting through it. So yeah, but actually this ties in with it. Billy, I like. I like Billy out of that crew. You yep. think all right, don't he? And he tells a... does he tell it? No, the other lad tells a joke about something like... It's something about his girlfriend's pussy is the words that he uses. And when he tells it to Billy, I must admit, Dan, part of me was going, don't laugh, Bill. You're better than that. It's not a great joke about echoes and stuff like that. And then he goes, ha, ha, ha. I was, ah, oh, Billy, you let me down. You've ruined it. I actually wrote disappointed in Billy slash putty joke. You <laughs> let me down. Uh, I thought he'd be walking backwards with me and my dad. Um, then Billy gets spooked. Uh, we, this is actually some of the bad effects. The first time we see the predator, where he, uh, that girl's been captured, hasn't she? And uh, he kills the bloke who's holding the girl. It's it's bad. It's, it's obviously that kind of like it's hard because he's not there, but he's there, isn't he? But the effects when you're actually not seeing through his eyes but seeing the, the movement bit are a bit hit and miss. Sometimes they're all right, sometimes they're not. Yeah, I, 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 it didn't really take me out of the movie, though. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when something's really shit, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Like that that uh, Modoc in uh, the Ant-Man movie. Oh, I haven't like, seen it yet. Oh, God, it's fucking dreadful. Oh, is it bad? Is it a bit like the visual effects in the Flash that are getting past? Battered everywhere. I thought that was on purpose, as das it sounds. I, I I don't feel like it. it ruined it for me. I, I it seemed on purpose. It, it seemed like they were all in that vein. Because bear in mind, they've got to reanimate people who have passed away. You know, uh, people who have never actually made it to the silver screen in that type of role. I, I I don't know why people are just wankers, aren't they? People just want to. Because I'd seen it and was known. People in my team at work kept going like, "Cause I'd gone to the premiere. Kept going, oh, you know that film you saw? Made it be shit. The effects." I just got it all the time, like I'd made it. I was like, (laughs) Ezra Miller, your mate, is he? (laughs) No. Anyway, um, when that bloke's been killed, his body disappears. I don't know, again, I don't know if you've watched it again recently. I remember as a kid, there's a bit where, and I'm not great with reds and greens because of my color blindness, but there's a bit where he's looking through the bushes trying to find him. And there's clearly something on the floor that is red and bloody and not nice. And the guy goes, like he's going to be sick. And he's like, "Oh, oh, my God. And he gets Arnie, and I've just put red matter in a bush because Arnie has a look and he's going, there's no body but I think that's him and I'm like what I can't see what you're looking at you didn't film it very well get in there let me have a look I don't know what is it an epiglottis I mean what is that what are you looking at did you see what that was in the bush or remember no it's one of them where it's kind of implied like if if it's going to make Arnie you know wince a little bit I mean but we do find out later on that they're removing head and spinal columns and skinning people so we kind of know what it is later on don't we spoiler but yeah, yeah. for those who don't know, this doesn't cheer up this film at any point, really. We get some what I call blue laser death and we get some alien blood because Max had a, a rat-a-tat boom bang, as I put in a line on this bit. Um, we've got some alien blood. Max saw it, but he doesn't explain it very well. This is a bit when Max sees him and he sees his eyes, doesn't he? He sees his, he's like yellowy eyes and he sees a bit of the outline of him and he has a good shot at him like that and he doesn't hit him and everyone starts puffing away at the bloody the woods. I, it annoyed me slightly that he doesn't explain it better. He sort of just says something like, it ain't human or something like that. But it's, You'd go, if it's me or you, Dan, I'd be going, oh, well, kind of a bit of an outline of a thing. Looked like it was from the Holy Bible Club. Probably the Jacked Up Reggie Blinker with a mask on, about yeah. a six foot tall. That's right, that's right. Big bugger, rum bugger, got big old legs. Um, What we've got here? So, oh yeah, Max saw it, don't explain well. And then we've got the bit where, um what's she called again? The big lad with the big biceps, who you know the name of? Oh, uh, well, the the character is called Blaine. Blaine, but Ventura guy, yeah? Yeah. When he dies, there's a bit, that I've I've always had a name for this called Trumpets of Glory. Right. So I think I was first made aware of it when I was playing Medal of Honor or something on the PS2. And it's a bit, you also see it a lot if you go to American theme parks and you go to like the Hall of uh, Presidents and it kind of goes like, you get the drums going, then it's a, we'll find a proper clip of it but it's that kind of music that's like born on the 4th of July that kind of like America yeah. and I've always called it yeah trumpets of glory and you hear a bit of it here it's very near here, but yeah if you're smiling so I think you roughly know what I'm talking about That kind I know of, exactly what you're talking about shit. yeah that shit so okay. they do some trumpets of glory. Uh, they set up some traps. Uh, Predator does some medical time. Uh, this annoyed me. He's sorting himself out because he's been shot to shit, hasn't he? Pred. I keep calling mm-hmm. him Pred, which is funny because that's the name of a drug I used to take for <laughs> medication. There's a character around Skegness, probably. Uh, Prednisolone. It's the name of something you'd take if you were very well. So I keep putting what? what? Uh, there's a bit where he's doing his meds and he has really bendy fingers and it bugged me. His fingers were bendy, like his nails and stuff. They're obviously not his hands, are they? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I tell you what, though, that, that that used to annoy me more in things like Thunderbirds, where they'd be, have these puppets and then they'd do something with their hands and they'd have a, a close up of him, you know, rolling a fag or pushing a button and it'd be a human real hands. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't mind that as much as the fact that he's he's got that. It's quite an amazing suit, really, the Predator suit. It's mm. incredible. But like he's got them kind of like um, big bird feet. So when he jumps down off things, because obviously not his feet, they sort of do that flop. Yeah. And his yeah. fingers. He's hitting all dials and stuff. You'd at least have done it like a hard finger, I'd have thought, anyway. Um, flares, boom. It was a bloody pig. It looked like Bebop from uh, the Turtles. Is that the right one I was it getting wrong? Rocksteady's... Bebop the... with the glasses. Yeah, 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 the mohawk. Yeah, he's got his massive, crazy... Tuss- oh, he just killed a pig. Uh, there's a lot of body snatching. He's coming to so Nick that. Boy Scout bullshit setup. Why have I put that? Oh, yeah, because they start doing a lot of Boy Scout shit where they're all doing like carving things and walking backwards. Yeah, and he gets caught in a net, doesn't Predator, and you see his face. Uh, Matt runs after him. Dylan follows. Pincer movement. They're trying to stop him. Then you see for the first time the three dots right on his head. Mm. Goes up his arm. What, what a way to go. I mean, we're talking about that in the news, weren't we, about people getting submarines and what a way to go. But three dots on the head. That's the way Matt's gone, isn't he? Yep, 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 yep. I, I, I'll come back to it later on. What? So, so max has been boshed, and it's n- Nyan removed his head, right? And then it removes... What else does the weapon that the Predator remove? Oh, an arm! An arm! In a minute, yeah, uh, yeah. So this is Dylan. Arm off, still shooting. Yeah. So this removes an arm. It removes an head. Yeah. But later on, it's just a flesh wound for Yeah, <laughs> because it's a blue one, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I did think that. I thought he's took them well. In fact, they both take it. There's him and the other other person take a hit as well, and they're both still survived. Um. And yeah, Dylan has a bit of a bad end because you think he, Billy's going to... Um, Carl Weathers is probably going to survive it. old Dylan, but he doesn't, does he? Arm off. The arm's still shooting on the floor. That's right. Yeah, just going... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that happened. I forgot that happened. Terrible. I mean, that that was one bit you nearly lost me. And then he sees the predator running to him. He's like doing parkour off the fucking logs, isn't he? Fire, come I'm going to have you. And he gets his double knife right up inside his... in his bits. Um... Billy then goes rogue and cuts himself for no real reason on the chest. What's all that about? I don't know. I don't know. It, it was like he was performing some kind of ritual and went, well, watch this. And then and then you don't see him die if I remember rightly. Am I right? You just hear him scream across the across the jungle and then he's hanging there with no skin on 5 minutes later. Yeah, you don't see him dead, but you see his spine be removed with his uh, with his skull before the great big uh, the great big ending. Um agreed, Dan. what have put their blue shots to the head and Arnie Arnie's having blue shots. Get to the chopper. Yes, is this, yes. A, this is a big bit, isn't it? Yeah, they get to the chopper line. If you know, if you say to a kid in the street around this around this time, do a do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. It would either be secondary to "I'll be back." It'll be "Get to the chopper," and that's you because know, everybody everybody perfected that. So the chopper. I have heard that quite a few times. People mentioning chopper. I remember we were did a gig in Bordeaux, and I had to drive, and all the other lads were in the back of the van playing PS4, or whatever it was, in the back. In the band, and they just kept doing Arnie like argh, argh, kind of noises all the time, and then just kept saying about a chopper. I mean, it did drive me fucking bananas for like twelve hours driving with that going on. That that's, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> so in a way, it kind of haunts me. Uh, he jumps off a cliff into the water. Uh, then we've got a muddy Dutch and a wet predator. Predator's all sparking. You think, oh, he's done his shit. Mm-hmm. Dutch is covered in mud. He done off and get covered in that mud. Now I, I kept thinking when well, I've got out of some water like that. I wouldn't put my face in it like he does. He gets right covered. Ah, these are rum buggers. These are Navy SEALs, mate. You know what I mean? These, 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 aren't worried about a bit of mud under your fingernails. They're doing survival techniques with toilet paper. Well, <laughs> yeah. Does it? Does it do the? Does it do the cloaking as needed? Now, the, the bit that gets moved this is I don't know about how you, how you feel on this, but when he's in between them, uh, the roots of that tree, covered in mud, and predators yep. come out, there comes a point where I think because he has no, he doesn't know at this point that predator can't see him when he's covered in mud. He's a brave lad there because I think I would have been finding something to cob. I'd have been shouted and gone fucking something. Do you know what I mean? Because I wouldn't have gone. Oh, you won't see me now. I'm uh, I'm mudded up. But yeah, I thought it was that was a perilous moment there. It got me on the edge of my seat. I think it gets more perilous moment the fact that he actually says it out loud. You can't see me. <laughs> like what shut the- up. because yeah, he doesn't know how good his ears are. <laughs> yeah, you've got no idea. Here's an absolute stealth killer that's taken out all your mates, and he's talking to himself out loud, crackhead. <laughs> that's good i never really thought about that at the time that's good i like that um so arnie goes into home alone montage mode although thinking about it home alone being early 90s home alone has copied predator another mon- copied predator yep 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 he makes a bow now i'll tell you what having uh having a father who once to tried to make you one of those they're tough to make the tension is hard and it takes a lot of different strips of wood upon each other to give it the tension for the long bow he's done well to uh craft a bow i'll give him that I tell you what, your dad gets in here in on this podcast, and 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 I don't think there's an opportunity to really give him justice. But I I've, I've just thought of one without actually getting him on here because you know we don't want to subject the listeners to that. But like there's three hour I, Yeah, if we said to him, suggest a movie for, for us to watch and talk about, and and it and it will be some. What what do you reckon he would suggest? The English Patient. Fucking hell because it's one that it's like Il Pegliano's which is a restaurant in Wimbledon where we would say had good food once you always get the same oh god it's like 30 years old that movie yeah, but he enjoyed it. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we will at one point. We'll do it at the end. We'll get them both on and sit them here like I'm on a fucking, you know, like a therapist thing. Go, so how come I wasn't allowed to watch this man getting his spine pulled out of his uh, back, which happens to Billy? Because while Arnie's doing his home alone shit and making his bows, Fred isn't pissing about. He's collecting nah. heads, collecting names. taking yeah, um, names. Yeah. Taking names, collecting spines. That's got a bit, that's a good line, isn't it? We're off out tonight taking names collecting spines just watching one of those mates who don't go out with you that often going we're doing what yeah yeah never you mind <laughs> it's what we do just go with it what i like about it is he's got his row of uh skulls and see he? pred he's got them like locked away pred like he's me mate uh oh Predo. Predo. he's got his skulls in that bag but what what i noticed as he stood up he's got heads of men but also heads of animals what have they done wrong he's got yeah. some little like voles and shit around the side of him I'm like but like i i can't work if i can't you might be able to correct me on this one because i know you've only seen the first one but there is a point where it's um where it's mentioned that he only kills things that are good sport to him so you it it might thing. Okay, so so it might be it might be in one of the sequels where he's talking, but he only uh, apparently he's got some code of killing that he only kills people that uh, give him some kind of fight or some kind of sport. So if that's the case, like you say, what are these animals around? <laughs> you know what they do? A pretty they? angry squirrel just just took his dinner. Yeah, like well, because they can't have been much of a match for him with his home homing missiles and his red spots and his blue eyes. And, and bear in mind, you know, it can take a head and an arm off. How would he kill a squirrel with that? There'd be nothing left. I've no idea. It just really tickled me. There was, there's something that looks bird-like and there's other ones that are just like a hedgehog or something. It's just gone, right, you yeah. haven't. Yeah, fuck I'd you, like see... I don't know if I'd like to see, but I'd imagine how someone would take the spine out of a hedgehog with the brain still attached. Hedgehogs, what, by get... the way. People don't, in India, don't generally know what they are. There's a reason. So training in india there was a bit where we did our watches don't ask me which crackhead thought of this how you sleep on your watch it will tell you you slept like a lion you slept like a penguin what a lion i get penguin i don't get you slept like a bear okay you slept like a hedgehog someone's come up with these ideas in korea of what things you might sleep with and somebody said to me in sleep with sleep like so the way you slept, they give you like an animal and somebody went sorry sir what's sorry sir what's his a hedgehog and I went, oh, God, yeah, get, you probably don't have them in India, do you? And I went, um, I said, yeah, a mouse? And they all went, yeah. I went, covered in spikes? And they all went, oh! And they just something this kind of response of, like, you saw all these, like, 100 people in this room just do a face of, like, mouse? Yeah. Covered in spikes? Well, that sounds fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's just like, and it's go, no, it's not that bad. It can turn into a ball. What? And none of these kids are sleeping tonight. You know what I mean? The, the spiked mouse might get them. But like, but like, what kind of corporate bollocks is that? You slept like a penguin. Like, what does that mean? It's because people have to have visualization on shit, don't they? These days, I guess that's what I put it down. I'm not supporting it. I think there's a point where you have to go. If I don't give that a color or a rank or a, oh, you got a bronze or you got a silver or whatever, it is, and that's their way of doing it. Just. You can't just say you run ten miles or you picked up seven thousand kilograms. You've got to say, you know this yourself. You've picked up a boat. You picked up, which I get because they are things. I but... I, I understand that. Yeah. But you know, like if attainable goals and all the rest of it. And if you're goal based, that that makes sense to me. But my goal would not be like to sleep like a fucking hedgehog. I have no idea what hedgehogs how they sleep. Same with penguins. Even they bears, on, they sleep on fire underneath a bonfire, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, scaring Indian kids with their sheer presence. Yeah, completely. You know, I don't understand what that means. It's do you know what it is? It's like, you know, how like the Americans fought around the poo with the metric system, uh, you know, about 50 years ago and went, No, fuck this we're gonna stay, we're gonna stay with pounds. And they go, This guy weighs 250 pounds. I don't know what that means. Uh. I, I have no reference for that whatsoever. Do I weigh 250 pounds? Do, do, do the pair of us together weigh? T-? I don't know. I I have to ask Alexa. It does my head in because then they'll speak the double talk of going who was doing 90 mile an hour. All right. And then someone says, yeah, but how many is that in kilograms? I've no idea. I've absolutely no idea. The only time I knew how heavy I was in kilograms is when I was in hospital. You come see me and I've been, and I didn't have even the strength in me in the hospital scales to switch it to stones and pounds. So I just used to deal with whatever the fuck it was. I remember that I was 88 kilograms. And when I came out, I realized that I was like 13 stone and was pretty light for me. I was like, Jesus. So that's kind of always been my bar of what a kilogram is, is ill. <laughs> it's 88 for me. Um, we're nearly at the end of this one so we've talked about the uh, oh quick we might as well throw it in we're reverent anyway my neighbours who live near us in um, wherever the hell I live with Chrissy, they once got their own back though because they moved from Bangalore from India and in the morning a really lovely family and the guy sat there and he said to me did you see the wolves last night? what? So, he said did you see those wolves? near the bin and I was like what the fuck? we lived right near the country and uh, it turns out that he didn't know what a fox was and thought it was a wolf. <laughs> I, was like, I thought i lived in westeros i was imagine, like wolves in the home. They've, they've got orange wolves out here and, and these spiky mice <laughs> like like you don't want to come here it's mental spike mouse and if i had a, that bit where i said about them burning underneath the bonfire and sometimes they're on fire in november what the fuck is that <laughs> devil's rolling out mice. like uh, running out like tales and sonic in 92 just coming out on fire <sighs> you know you know what that would that, that that would actually be a fun game to walk up to somebody who's just come from india and go listen have you ever had a jog no well i'll tell you what i'm going to tell you what one is and i want you to draw a picture of, of yeah. what, the, what i'm describing yeah. and then you start you start translating the word hedge okay that's one of them hog it's a pig mouse what yeah. the fuck is that thing yeah because yeah, if you start yeah. describing it it's, it's absolutely hideous um so what we've got, heads of men, heads of animals, which took us down a route, obviously. Tarzan flame, I've written there. Oh, yeah, because he's on his, uh, he kind of goes, oh, 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 Arnie shouts him over, doesn't he? Yep, 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 yep. Get over here, you knobhead. Bomb arrow, fires in, fire, a lot of fireworks going off near that tree because they've obviously gone, this is a nice looking little set. Let's use those fireworks around it. Um, Predator's got a blood trail, swings on a branch. Oh, that's good. Arnie's trying to get away from him and there's a branch and I thought he's going to go for that branch and it's curved like that. When Arnie cuts to the scene where he's on it, it's straight. And I'm not saying it's just because he's tough as fuck, but they changed the branch quite clearly because he wasn't going to swing on something whoa, like that. He's coming and it's straight. and He just swings. Dickhead. Yeah, um, swings on the branch. In the drink. By mud. A up Pred. Oh, yeah. So I've yeah, so, so shortened that. It's a street slang for you. So all his stuff's gone off. Shows his face. Oh, yeah. Pred takes his hat off, doesn't he? And he's like, have yeah. look at this. Uh, Reggie Blinker here other uh, footballers from that period <laughs> available. Terence Trent Derby. Millie Vanilli. Yeah, why not? Similar. Um, anyone else you want to add? I mean, it could be Rudy Voller, but not quite the same. Uh, given the color of the alien skin, it could be Skegness, Grimsby-born rapper, Irie White, singing about the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he shows his face and then he just kicks on his ass for ages. just Because yeah. he's obviously gone, I have to take you on Mano, a Mano. You are Mr. Olympic, or Olympus, what we're going to call him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then, what, uh, oh, sidebar, Um, James Cameron, he came up with the ideas of the mandibles. I don't know why. Apparently, like he sat there, because he didn't even direct it, and he sat there and gone. what about mandibles? Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. All right, sick. See you later. He sat there. I like he say. he's just sat in the corner. That's what he does. Just Yeah, <laughs> like smoking man from X-Files. Like, I tell you, I've got an idea for your kids. yeah. You in 10 years' time, I'm going to go under the sea and do a film about this boat. But in the meantime, <laughs> mandibles. God, it was about 10 years. That's fucking crazy. You can't think that Titanic is 10 years after this. Horrendous. Um, so, yeah, these shouts, kill me, kill me. And he's not he's not a daft bugger. He's going, up. Hey, oh, you've got some spiky shit here. You want me to come through here, don't you, pal? <laughs> you want me to end up writing a song about a Dean park and a roller coaster? Yeah, I ain't going to be going through there, son. Then I've just written what... I, I haven't seen this word written down like this since it was uh, either the, the Viz or the Beano. Thwack. <laughs> T- Whack. T- for those wondering, T-H-W-W-W-W-A-K. uh Pred Fucked. And I've just... I quite like this is a good ending to this as a whole review. Pred Fucked. Dot, dot, dot. Has a laugh about it. Boom, bang, boom. <laughs> boom, bang, boom. Uh, then yes. Arnie. Arnie, Trumpets of Glory. Yes, yes, is as he's coming out because you think, well, he's fucked. Because this is the bit with this. Obviously, he does well to recognise that he's about to blow himself up. Yeah, he's okay. got kind of the self-destruct thing, hasn't he? But he don't read Alien, nobbed. He don't read that, and he's also in my head. I'd be going, "How far I've got to get away from this?" You know, like the Enola Gay when it drops its thing on uh, Hiroshima. In their head, they're going, "Drop that," and then you've got about forty odd seconds to get the fuck away from that. But mm-hmm. it's still, no one knew. Arnie doesn't know it. He's just penning it, and he? he's just penning it straight through the woods. <laughs> And then it seems be Pe- penning it is running, right? Yeah, penning it or pegging it. Pegging it. Yeah, I remember pegging it, but that, that means something else in grown-up years now, doesn't it? <laughs> pegging. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. A lot of words do as you get older, like vicar. Um, and then there's an extraction, because that girl, he goes, Get to the chopper! You don't really see her or the injured guy who got hit by the log, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're in the chopper, and you say, that's alien, that's Predator actually driving it. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah, that's the guy who played Predator dri- driving the uh, driving the thing. What's his name? Peter Hall, Kevin Peter Hall. That's Didn't even name. really escape them. So and uh, then and then hang on, then it's the greatest ending to any movie that's ever happened in the history of cinema. Well, be- because of the faces, the no the uh, the sitcom ending for the actors yeah. on the credits. Where they like turn and they're like, I'm, I'm doing it. It's got no sound. I was going to say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like uh, Dan foot? Yeah, the, 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 the turn to the camera and then the <laughs> laugh kind of thing that they do. It's absolutely insane. I, 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 can't find, I can't find any explanation for that apart from they just fancied doing it. But Arnie doesn't do it. He's the only one that doesn't do it. His is a freeze. Yeah, notice that because it's almost, and also I wanted the predator to do it, but they didn't do it with him. (laughs) Just takes his thing off like that and goes. (laughs) No, that's it. Hands up, the the shrug. Here's Predol. That hedgehog came at me pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) He was covered in spikes. That mouse on (laughs) fire from a bush. You'd have killed him too if you didn't know what it was. I mean, this knobhead thought a wolf lived in his garden. It was a fox. Yeah. Yeah. Can we try and find things online where the predator's mugging off life? He'll just run out of milk again. <laughs> <laughs> what am I like? Um, so, yeah, we're going to... Uh, obviously, there's a two, and there's other predator films I know of that. Um, I was going to say it, right? All right. I'll tell you what. No, I'll I'll save it until we've done the done the ratings. This one for me, Mataz, Razamatango. This is a solid seven for me. I think I think it had a great cultural impact, and Arnie's a little better at acting because he just plays Arnold Schwarzenegger and he can smoke. Um, but it, it it you know he is still a terrible actor. I thought uh, Jesse Ventura was was really watchable, and Carl Weathers adds a, adds a real element of proper to it because I think he's great. Uh, but then also having these these Navy SEALs that are all a bit fucked in the head. I feel like is is a real thing. I feel like that could happen. So yeah, seven. So for me, um, there are bendy fingers. There are. hmm, There's not a lot of characters, which I think helps it. I think if there's more, it would have been worse somehow. Yeah, and obviously when you've got this kind of. it's almost a killer on the run kind of thing it's like a haunted house it's very much like the last girl type of thing we spoke about wasn't it there is almost mm-hmm. someone left at the time i actually think the female character isn't really needed in this and i'm not all one for always trying to get rid of that but it was almost like it wasn't for those 80s films it's not like they added an eye candy element to it in too much i don't think you know it's no. obviously no. she all her clothes are falling off for some reason um i guess it was the element of somebody who they was because this is it she tells them what she's seen in, is it Spanish she's speaking? I think it is. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't actually remember what language they speak. And then they're like, well, that might be what she's saying. It turns out she could speak English all along anyway. So it's not like it was lost. You know, that kind of classic, oh, they'd have survived if they have understood the language. She was just being a bastard. She could have fucking told them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a great, there's a great moment in that where from the thing, the movie, the thing, which we should right. do on this show because I assume you've not seen it, nope. where right at the start, the where there's some Norwegian guys going, hey, d- you don't want to bugger about with that, that's not real, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's the thing that is, and uh, because they're speaking Norwegian, I, it, you know, it's <laughs> kind of kind of oh god, shake fist, shake fist. So yeah, did you say eight, eight and a half? Oh mate. I'm chuffed for you. That's actually really made me happy. I feel like I've undersold it a little bit. What did you like about it? I can't go nine because nine is a special zone. That's getting up into proper... I think Aliens are nine. Right. I think it's more arty and it's got more to it. This it, is still bubblegummy. But I just think it got to the point where it was going pretty quick. Didn't do too much shit. Uh, good enemy. Good premise. In and out. Have a cigar. Eight and a half. Oh, that's, uh, do you know what? That's actually really put a smile on my face because that, that movie for me is just, it's fun, right? It's just fun and you, you've had a good time watching it. Like, so, okay. So the question I was going to ask before, before the reviews was going to be, did it prompt you to want to watch some of the sequels? No. <laughs> oh. You know, no, it's an eight and a half movie. You don't want to see him use that character again. No, because I think I've learned from film history that it's not always going to get better. I've not heard many people going, I should come around my mate. Let's put on their Predator 2. It's going to be amazing because we all love that film. You know what I mean? It's not like Empire Strikes Back where you go, that's oh, an absolute fucking banger. Everyone talks about Predator. They don't talk about this. They don't talk about Greece 2, do they? What, cool line <laughs> with Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. I know, but they just don't. So my point is, that's why not. I kind of just want to leave it. If I'm going to wait 40 years to watch some shit like this, I'm just going to part that, leave that there. Um, and then move on to the next one. Uh, this is where you and me are different. I went into a bloodsport spiral. Yeah, <laughs> just, man, you must have been on crack because that is an awful film that you followed. Yeah, up with Bad ones. I wanted to see if it if it got better, and it it just maintained the level of shite that shite that it was. Like it it, it really like just annoyed me that I'd given up a good six seven hours of my life watching this nonsense. This but I, I, imagine it chuff. I'm actually chuffed. I'm chuffed. Half an that. hour into bloodsport too, that it was still shit. Why did you continue? continue? Because I've, I've only ever sh- shut down/slash walked out of one movie in my life. I, I have to finish it. It's got to get better. No, it's. I, I think that's taught you a lesson, Bloodsport. Uh, but no, that's that's probably my second highest one. It's not as good as Alien, I don't think. But it's 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 a different film. It's a completely different film, of course. Mm. Um, what so, about Alien versus Predator? Then you don't fancy watching that? People I don't like think that. I would want to see either of them. Lands lose. <laughs> your fans are both your fans are both I think it would hurt me it'd be it, honestly it'd be like two teams that I kind of don't give a shit about playing each other That or two boxers that I think I kind of don't want to see either of you hurt you know so yeah, I, I I don't know. But do you know what I have got an, an extra big love for? And I kind of it's gonna make it my thing to try and see if we can get the guys who made it to give it some sort of sponsorship is Bro Force, that game that we played. i just know who they are now. It makes more sense. <laughs> for those who don't know, there's all these characters from back in the day of this where they'll call them something bro. So it'll be like Broing Man for Running Man, or like something like Dutch will be Dutch bro, and you can bring them out and this like a continuous thing. And they're just I'm now knowing who they all are, which actually makes a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like indiana brones and some stuff that like that play. wasn't it yeah yeah but i definitely want to go and play that more once we've watched every arcade game ever you know every film ever done um so we've got a couple of things over for next time because uh, somebody had said about um i think it's elliot saying about was watching the labyrinth which he obviously didn't realize i've seen probably more than most films i've ever seen in my life maybe 30 plus times i've seen the labyrinth i know almost every word know every song massive david bowie fan and you then shocked me to my core that I repeated it three times to Natalie wasn't listening to me. Fudge's only seen 20 minutes of the Labyrinth. Don't you think that's fucking weird? Ignored. Did you hear what I was just said? <laughs> I was like, how have you only seen 20 minutes of the Labyrinth? Because it really fucked me off. When they go, you don't want to go that way. That's where the castle is. I went, fuck all this. This, it just annoyed me. But you I, watched I, the I... thing where someone had said it in Norwegian and they didn't know Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I if I, if I'd have known Norwegian, it'd have been ruined for me. But I, I just, I, I couldn't. You, you know, like you talk about the things you knew before and stuff like that. I, I didn't know much about it, and, and I'm gonna out myself here, right? I used to be terrified. You know, you randomly terrified of things when you're a kid, mm. right? I used to be terrified of those big nose things that used to try and eat the fraggles. You know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I used to hide behind the settee on them. And, and things that I find funny now, you know, you know, like you look back on the Muppet show, right. And it's quite funny because it's a load of hippies making a program. Like the Muppet the show. Is is fuck. As, yeah. But to look at them minging, they're, they're dirty. Their furs, not clean. And, and I used to go, Oh, I don't like it. I never used to like it. I couldn't, it wasn't aesthetically pleasing to me as a child. And because everything in that movie is right. along that vein, I just can't, I just, it just, I was like a fucking puppet show. What the shit is this? So that's that's the response of somebody who was actually like me, quite scared of it. I was quite scared of the Labyrinth. The mm-hmm. Dark Crystal's even worse because that's actually really dark. That's a 12, I think, whereas the is a PG. The Rinth has obviously got some, it's got some absolute bangers from Bowie that you should have put on other albums. They're actually top, top class tunes, which you'll enjoy. You need to look out for a lot of things like the fireies and some of the Goblins. Actually, to this day, um, I, and there was a thing, there's a Jim Henson Museum where you can go, and they've got a lot of the puppets in the in cases. And some of the ones are in that. I've seen her in a case, and I was like, I don't think I could go around that corner very easily because they've haunted my dreams since I was a kid. It, they're they're mm. nightmarish, they're ghoulish, they're very brotherly grim mm. in lots of ways. And if you see some of the original drawings and stuff, how they were did, they, they look honestly like something out of a fucking nightmare. Um, so I'll tell you what we'll do next week, we'll switch it on its head. Dan will watch The Labyrinth. Um, or the rinth, as I call it. Uh, so are you going to tell me all about it and I tell you the things I knew before and, and give you notes going through it? Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't even have to do a, a, a tech run. I can tell you everything about this fucking film already. I could, in fact, I could probably talk you through the whole thing. Um, yes, absolutely. So next week, it will be the films that Dan wasn't allowed to see because of his fear of puppets that are filthy. He likes clean puppets, does this lad? I like my puppets clean. That's it. We'll see you next week.